good, baby, yeah, it's time to go. Come and kick it with the host with the most mojo. Got the number one daily podcast in the game. MC Matty Pace, I came to entertain. Your one-stop shop for everything dope. Make you laugh, make you think, and I'll even give you hope. So while you're laid back with your phone in your palm, subscribe and log on, MattyMoShow.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Matty Pace coming at you live from the Matty Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, kicking off episode 1342, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 1342, where I have a delightful little slice of enjoyment for you. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Matty Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Matty Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listen and download. No, but without any further Further ado, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 1342, the one where I have a delightful little slice of enjoyment for you. Why? Because it is none other than Sunday Inspirations, baby. That's right. Hello and welcome to the number one way to end your day and week while we kick it off fresh with another iconic edition of Sunday Inspirations Best, baby, where as always, I have some positive, inspiring, impacting, and empowering feel-good news stories that you will not hear anywhere else else, I guarantee it. Now, all the stories for tonight's Epicast are brought to you by goodnewsnetwork.org, so be sure to go on and check them out, and if you'd like to visit one of the three stories you do here, I've taken the liberty to attach each individual link under a brief description of each story up on my latest blog post at mattymoshow.com entitled Sunye Inspirations. But without any further ado, let's jump into the first story of the night now, shall we? <laughs> Now this first story I have for you is incredibly moving. Many people battle inner demons and often question their purpose in life. That is exactly what one man thought until he took the steps to put purpose to his name while saving the life of a woman whom he could have never imagined the impact he'd have on her in the following entitled, Man decides to give bone marrow to soothe his depression. Not only did her cancer go into remission, but MS2. Published by Judy Cole, September 17th, 2021. Rather than give in to depression, one man chose to fight back in a way that not only changed his own life for the better, it gave a stranger he'd never met a second chance as well. Gage Tapp had recently moved to Idaho and had part-time custody of one of his kids. Alone and isolated, he admits he was at an all-time low. Looking for something to help him cope with his sadness and feel more connected, Tapp signed up as a donor with the National Bone Marrow Registry. I felt like my life wasn't worth very much, so I hope that I gave myself a chance to put some value to my own life by trying to help somebody extend theirs and continuing to stay on the list. And you have to be alive to do that, Tap told today correspondent Carson Daly. It gave me a sense of value to myself that I didn't previously have. Several months later, Tap got a call to let him know he'd been identified as a match. Tap says since he was raised to help others in need in any way, big or small, he just needed to know where and when his marrow could be harvested for the transplant. The donation was made anonymously. The identity of the recipient didn't matter to Tap. The only thing he cared about was being able to have a meaningful and positive impact on someone's life. But neither he nor the woman his bone marrow was going to could know just how life-changing his donation would turn out to be. By the time Tia Jensen was diagnosed with leukemia in 2018, she'd already been dealing with the effects of multiple sclerosis for two decades. For this latest health hurdle, she's 
started a course of chemotherapy at the Seattle Cancer Center Alliance and added her name to the waiting list for a bone marrow donor. After the successful transplant procedure, Jensen was stunned to learn that not only had her leukemia gone in a remission, but thanks to her newly revitalized immune system, the multiple sclerosis she'd been battling for 20 years was in remission as well. Ecstatic, Jensen wanted to reach out and thank her donor. Two years and many letters later, Jensen was eventually given Tab's contact information and the two stuck up a correspondence. Though delayed by the COVID-19 pandemic, they finally met in person on the set of Good Morning America. I have been waiting to meet him for so long. I miss meeting Gage because of the pandemic and I realized that because of Gage, there's a lot of milestones that I won't miss. I'm alive. I'm here. I'm going to get to be with my family to be in their memories, Jensen told today's Chanel Jones. A grateful Jensen sees Tap as a true role model. To honor him and so that more patients might enjoy recovery stories with similar happy outcomes, Jensen has teamed up with Be The Match for an online donor registration event in hopes of inspiring others to follow his example of getting tested and stepping up to donate if and when they're matched. She has high hopes for the initiative. I think we forgot too often how kind and big-hearted people are, and I am so grateful that Gage was willing to just be brave and take that step and share this kindness and marrow and give me a second chance at life, she told Daily. All this was done not knowing a thing about me, and I am just floored by the charity and the beauty and all of that. And how remarkable is that story, am I right? I mean, those are the types of stories that I truly do love to share, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. But now, it is time for our second story of the show, and this one right here is absolutely wild, man. If you've ever seen Batman The Dark Knight Rises, then you might remember the fusion clean energy reactor that Bruce Wayne developed that ended up being used as a bomb that was gonna blow up Gotham City. Never happened, obviously. You know what I'm saying? You can't beat Batman, but this story is just like something out of a movie, so get ready for that to become reality as this next person took the reins in creating this movie-like incredible piece of technology in the following entitled, The Greatest Technological Hurdle to Making Nuclear Fusion Possible, The Magnet Just Powered Up, published by Andy Corbley, September 13th, 2021. The superconducting magnets, which could be a key to powering an efficient nuclear fusion reactor, were just turned on in the labs of an American firm. Commonwealth Fusion Systems, CFS, generated an electrical field of 20 Tesla, the most powerful ever created on Earth, 50,000 times stronger than the magnetosphere for five hours. This gave scientists at CFS the confidence to say that a working prototype of their fusion reactor could be ready by 2025, a huge leap forward from a government paper that reckoned on a 2040 arrival time. Nuclear fusion is perhaps the world's most dynamic engineering challenge, and the magnets are one method by which humans may be able to make it work. With them, CFS believed the reactors of the future could be small and dramatically cheaper than the billions Western governments are currently spending on fusion projects. The goal of any reactor is to create a plasma, the fourth state of matter which is essentially a superheated gas. The heavy isotopes inside a hydrogen atom, deuterium and tritium are heated inside the reactor to hundreds of millions of degrees until they convert to helium. The energy they give off is converted to electricity. If such a powerful machine can produce more electricity than it uses, unlimited clean energy can be achieved, which means it doesn't matter if the sun is shining or the wind is blowing. It means coal, oil, and gas can all remain in the ground. That never again would a war be fought over oil 
resources and that global climate change could be rapidly scaled back. In fact, the CFS research and development team boasts that their reactor will be able to turn a glass of water into the electricity usage of one human for their entire lifetime. Superconducting magnets make achieving those extreme temperatures much easier. 18 of CFS magnets will be arranged like a big metal donut to create pressures in the fusion chamber known as tokamak of up to two times as much as at the deepest point in the ocean. This immense squeezing causes the immense heat needed for fusion to occur. Three years ago, we announced a plan to build a 20 Tesla magnet, which is what we will need for future fusion machines, says Bob Mumgard, CFO of CFS, in a story to the MIT University Press. We now have a platform that is both scientifically very well advanced because of the decades of research on these machines and also commercially very interesting. What it does is allow us to build devices faster, smaller, and at less cost. The magnets are wrapped with 300 kilograms or 660 pounds of superconducting tape made from a barium copper oxide. This tape has taken decades to develop and when cooled to negative 253 degrees Celsius, which used to take a refrigerator the size of a house, it removes all the natural barriers to superconductivity and can easily handle nearly all of the 40,000 amps passing through the tokamak at any one time and very efficiently. All of this work and the successful test means that CFS can begin work on their SPARC, a sort of miniature version of a full-scale nuclear fusion plant. The facility to house the SPARC is already under construction. Now, how wild is that, man? If you'd like to watch the MIT video about the magnet and how it works, you can also do so by visiting this article up at goodnewsnetwork.org. I know it was a mouthful to listen to. It was also a mouthful to say. You know what I'm saying? But everything is much better when you can watch it in video form, man. But I couldn't even imagine how beneficial this would be for overall just civilization and mankind if this continues to develop and become real. But that was unreal. And now it is time for a beautiful story to take us out. And I couldn't have found a better one. So get ready to hear all about how one astronaut did the most beautiful sentiment to help fulfill one 9-11 victim's lifelong dream of orbiting space in the following entitled astronaut brings ashes and photos of 9-11 victim to space to fulfill his lifelong dream of orbiting for nasa published by judy cole september 14 2021 at age six, Chad Keller already knew he wanted to be an astronaut, but his vision wasn't sharp enough to pass the military requirements to become a fighter pilot. Instead, never losing sight of his dream, Keller pursued a degree in aerospace engineering, hoping to someday make it into space. On September 11, 2001, the 29-year-old U.S. Department of Defense and National Reconnaissance Office Satellite Propulsion Specialist was on his way home to California after attending a series of launch meetings at the Pentagon. At 9.37 a.m., the plane he was on, American Airlines Flight 77, crashed into the Pentagon. Keller's life ended that day, but thanks to the efforts of NASA astronaut Chris Cassidy, close to 20 years on, his space mission dreams were finally made a reality. A former Navy SEAL platoon commander, Cassidy spent two tours in the Middle East in the aftermath of 9-11. He began training to become an astronaut in 2004 at the end of his second deployment. Cassidy's now 
NASA career highlights include crewing aboard the Endeavour shuttle in 2009, two tours on the International Space Station, and 10 spacewalks. According to Cassidy, NASA allows astronauts to bring a selection of small personal keepsakes such as photos, patches, or pins along with them on their missions. For his first two space outings, Cassidy concentrated on mementos from his family, but for his final mission in 2020, he wanted to share the unique and meaningful opportunity with someone who truly appreciated. After reading about Chad Keller's lifelong passion for space travel at New York City's National September 11th Memorial and Museum, Cassidy knew he'd found a kindred spirit. Cassidy reached out to Keller's father, Richard, with a proposition. He was heading into space soon and wondered if Chad would like to tag along. Richard's answer was a resounding yes. On April 2020, when Cassidy and the rest of his crew lifted off, pins from Chad's days at Boeing and the University of Colorado, a program from his memorial service, a snapshot of Chad and his wife Lisa, and some of his ashes went with him. To round out the collection, Cassidy also brought commemorative items from the 9-11 Museum. Over the course of the mission, with a stunning backdrop of Earth behind them, Cassidy photographed each item from his inventory in the space station's observatory cupola. Along with documenting moments in history, he also sent out messages of hope to the people on the planet below. With each item that I pulled out, I always pause for a second to think a little bit about the story to that particular item, Cassidy said. It's kind of special to think about the story and the path, the journey of that object from the hands that it was in to my hands to this window. In the 20 years since Chad Keller's passing, his family had a mission of their own, to scatter his ashes at the places that held the greatest meaning to him. Thanks to Cassidy, they were finally able to send them to the one place he'd always most wanted to go, space. Now retired from NASA, Cassidy is currently overseeing the construction of the National Medal of Honor Museum and Medal of Honor Leadership Institution in Arlington, Texas, and the National Medal of Honor Monument in Washington, D.C. While Cassidy and the Kellers have yet to meet in person, the bond they forged in bringing Chad's dream to life is a testament to the resilience of the human spirit in the face of tragedy, one told from a perspective that's both humbling and hopeful. The world would be a better place if every human being got five minutes to look out that window of the space station, Cassidy said. It made me more appreciative for everything that Earth offers to us. Friendships, connections, and shared experiences are all that much more meaningful to me now. And that is a takeaway that's universal. The cosmos is all that is or ever was or ever will be, Carl Sagan wrote. If we can simply remember that we're part of something larger than ourselves, then whether you're earthbound or breaking the bonds of gravity, in the here and now or part of what's come before, all of us are sailing among the stars. And how beautiful is that one right there, man? What a great way to take us out and what an incredible way to honor someone's life. And I couldn't agree more with that last quote either. And there are some absolutely just phenomenally breathtaking photos of this man's space mission and everything that he did, man, with Earth in the background. It's just, it's truly crazy. You got to go on and check it out at goodnewsnetwork.org. Or like I said at the beginning, just go to mattymoshow.com, hit up the latest Sonia Inspirations blog, and you can find the link there. But pure amazement. And now I would like to share with you this week's quote of the day, which is, a path is only a path and there is no affront to oneself or to others in dropping it if that is what your heart tells you. And that was said by Carlos Castaneda. Now stick around because the show isn't quite over yet. That final thought is coming at you live in three, two, one. Let's get it. 
With so much in front of us, we often tend to forget about what's going on inside of us. Life has a unique way of forcing us to slow down from time to time, but doing that, taking a few deep breaths, and just consuming the pure beauty of this life and these moments will ease your mind and leave you feeling better. Never let yourself get too out of touch with what's going on. There's no better time than the present. You've got this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so there you have it. Another phenomenal day in Epicast in the books and another beautiful week of shows here on the number one daily podcast in the game you already know the name baby <laughs> i was saying but thank you to everyone for stopping by and rocking out with me i hope you've all had a beautiful week a beautiful day and make sure you check back in with me tomorrow night for a beautiful little way to kick off your week where as always i'll be bringing you that heat baby but as for right now this is maddie pace coming at you live from the maddie mo show the host the most mojo saying one life one love i'm out